Pulteney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. I'm Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. So nice to be with you. Spring is officially here. The first barge went through Lake Pepin yesterday. It most certainly did. Well, the spring is here official, and it has caught up with the spring market, which has been (laughs) here for many months. So it's even busier than it was in the fake spring market. Oh, my goodness. It's really crazy. I want to, I'll start with that. I want to talk about what is going on in the market. Okay. Okay. So I want to look back to, you know, we're only, you know, two thirds of the way done in March. So, you know, we're not even three months into the year, but I just want to compare month over month, 2020 to 2021. Okay. Okay. So comparing January of 2021 to January of 2020, we are down in listings by 5.3%. We are down in closed sales by 4.8%. Hang on to your hat for this one. The median sale price has gone up 19.1%. Year over year, 19.1%. Year over year for for the month of January. Mm -hmm. Uh, The homes for sale has gone down by 49.6%. And the number of months supply is cut in half. Okay? That's crazy. That was January. So that was definitely the kickoff of our spring market. Uh, it was amazing to me that the closings were only down less than 5%. Yeah. Well, the bottom line is, is well, we'll go into that a little okay. bit later. But okay. um, <laughs> some of those closings had been on the books from oh, November, sure. gotcha. you know. Yeah. Okay. But so... In February, the new listings were now down by 9% year over year. So the February of 2020, we had 9% more listings to sell than we did in February of 2021. The closed sales are now down by 17.6% because now those are the sales that would have been generated, you know, in January for the most part, which the inventory was down. So now you're starting to see those numbers. So very intuitive of you. Um, The median sale price from February of 20 to February 2021 was up 18.8%. And the homes for sale was down by 49.8%. And again, we had half as many months supply. And when I say months supply, you know, when we talk about our, our, and I'll get to that later, our monthly kind of overview we talk about there's three months of supply meaning like if no house came on the market in three months from now we would be out right well now we're cutting our months months of supply in half all right i'm Um, also going to point out that february was kind of a cold and yes yes Yes, absolutely. It didn't stop buyers. Normally, that kind of weather <laughs> would be like radio silent on the real estate front. But this year, it's like, put on your warm coat and go, girl. Yeah, it was not slow. 
for the month of March, and I, I guess I can I can back that up by saying I don't know if you remember the weekend of February sixth, but that was our anniversary weekend. So I happened to remember it. We went out and looked at the ice castles. It was freezing. I mean, like the twenty five below or thirty below before the wind chill. And that Saturday, I did like eight transactions. Wow. So I'm telling you, the <laughs> cold weather meant nothing to these people. It was like one of those chain events. Like this guy bought this guy's house, then this guy bought this guy's house, then this, you know, that kind of a thing. It was fun. Uh, then the next thing I wanted to talk about was in March. So this month, in um, last year at this time, from the beginning of the year until the, you know, third week of March, there had been 455 sales. This year, between the beginning of the year and today, there have only been 295 sales. And those sales are down because inventory's down. Right. It's not in so, demand, yeah. that's for sure. There's plenty of demand. Oh, my gosh. The demand is so high. And, of course, you know, we've talked and we've talked and we've talked about how, you know, why is the demand so high? And it's because these interest rates have been so phenomenal that people are like, oh, my gosh, this cannot last forever. I want to get locked in before I miss my opportunity to get this great rate, right? And now we're starting to see the very slow, but it will be gradual increase in the interest rates. Now, I'm not expecting, when I say I'm not expecting, I'm not going from my gut, but from everything that I hear and read, the professionals, you know, the experts are not expecting huge rate increases, but they're definitely now headed the other direction. You know, how slow and steady that increase is, who knows? Um, you know, when this all started, we heard a lot of they're going to stay pretty similar through the summer of 2022 before we start seeing some major increases, right? So last year, the good news is, yes, we have increased a little bit. But we're still really, really crazy low, even with right. the slight increase. Yeah, I have I have an article dated on March 18th that says the average rate for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage climbed to 3.09 for the week ending in March 18th, which is an increase from the 3.01 that it averaged last week. Okay, <laughs> so it's a sign that the rates are continually inching up, but. It's a problem because as the rates are inching up, the prices are definitely going up. So now is the time people, you know, get with us so we can help you find something. It's not easy. Um, some compare it to looking for a needle in a haystack, but we're doing it. I mean, the Gwaltney Group had 14 closings yesterday. 14? 14, and I personally had 10 of those sides. So we are finding houses for the people, and we're just, we're getting it done. I don't know how you're doing it. That's amazing. Well, it helps when you have a lot of inventory. So when I go and I get a listing and I know, you know, I get it listed as coming soon because, you know, we have legal 
um, procedures that we have to follow so we can get it out online as coming soon, but nobody can see it. But we can at least notify all of our buyers that, hey, here's one that's going to come on on the market next Friday. So we're going to have an open house Saturday. Be there, be ready. And so we can get people, you know, well informed so they don't miss out on anything. And it's been working for us. So, so it's been good. Do you think that there's, you know, those people who will hold to that steadfastly to that i'm going to wait for the spring market to sell their home do you think maybe there might be a little bump in inventory here that now that spring is actually here i'm praying i'm praying (laughs) i really hope so um you know i feel like i mean i know what appointments i've been on and i know what i have coming so i hope it's been the same for everybody because if so that will be very good well yeah and uh I just, uh, I, I wonder, because the Federal Reserve, the chief of the Federal Reserve earlier in the week said he was predicting that the, you know, the Fed rate would stay at that near zero all the way, not through next year, the following year, 2023. Oh, but that okay, that would doesn't, be awesome. But that doesn't necessarily dictate what's going to happen with interest rates because on mortgages, because that has to do with bond yields and other right. market, market forces. Correct. But it has You're a great influence right. on that. But now, I mean, 3.08, you know, people who missed 2.65 or missed 2.75 or missed 2.85 are saying, oh, my God, the rates are already 3.08. Well, this time last year, the rates were 3.65, and we were ecstatic about that. (laughs) Isn't that funny how how your perspective changes? Yes. It's like, this is something to be excited about, people. These are amazingly low rates. As the economists would say, they're still historically low. Right. Yes, they are. You know what? We're going to take a quick break, Robin. We'll be back and chat more with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results after this quick break on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. If you own a small business, you know how hard it can be to find new customers. Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome back. Andy Brownell along with Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results. And we're talking about... The real estate market, of course, and you mentioned the incredibly shrinking inventory. Are there, for those who are interested, are there houses out there? Well, as of today, we have 135 active listings. So there's 135 lucky listeners. (laughs) It's like a lottery, huh? (laughs) It's pretty much it. (laughs) Lottery or maybe those who align themselves with the... Um, most productive agents are the ones that can get oh, this job done for them. All right. So, I mean, there's a lot of very good agents. It's not just the Gwaltney Group, but I'm saying it's really important time to be choosy and make sure that who you are working with is, you know, somebody that can get this job done for you because it's really not for the weak-minded, okay? It's a... When people say to me, oh, you must be having so much fun. The real estate market's so much fun. It's so busy. You guys are so busy. I saw all your closings. It must be great. I'm like, it is, I've never worked this hard. It's a lot of hard work. And when you write an offer for somebody and they don't get it, it is so 
tough because, you know, they're trying their darndest and they're writing their best offers. And, you know, I'm having team members call me and say, my gosh, Robin, I wrote for 35000 over the asking price and we didn't win. And oh I'm my like, gosh. oh, my. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's it is nuts. OK, I'm telling you when. So I read an article that said. Uh, so I, I told you that here in our market, month over month prices were up like 19%, 18%. I mean, this is a huge amount, okay? I actually had a closing. This is a true story. I had a closing, one of my many yesterday, busy day. Um, the builder literally said to the buyer, I will give you $20,000 to not buy this house. What? Because... He priced it out to build it again, and it's so much more expensive that he knows he could sell it probably for 30000 more than he uh, sold it to us six weeks ago. Now, isn't that scary? Yeah, it is. Oh. Well, these I numbers mean, you're talking about, though, you said you know almost 20% year over yeah, year. So if right. you had a $300,000 home, that's $60,000. Right. So you're just sitting in your home. You're living in your bank account. You're living in your best investment ever, right? Because it's providing you shelter and it's making you money. So that's our market that I was talking about. But the whole real estate market nationwide, on average, has increased by 10% year over year. 10%. And nationwide, the average sale price $280,000 or something like that. So they're saying now, if you've just lived in your house, done nothing to it, okay, you've earned twenty eight grand just by living there. Yep. So it's, it's a, I'm telling you, I mean, real estate is an amazing, amazing investment. And I don't see, I don't have a crystal ball, I wish I did, but I don't see these prices going down at all. I, I do not see it. And hopefully, I mean, for everybody's sake, hopefully this increase is going to plateau off because even as a homeowner myself, yeah, great. It's awesome to be able to just keep making equity, but honestly, no one's going to be able to afford to get into houses. Well, it has to because yeah, it it has to. the opportunities that are being created by this increase in value is going to draw people into building houses. It's yes, a, please, please. Lots of houses. Yeah, that's what we need is lots of inventory but because you, that will help. Yeah. You were mentioning you know not going down. I imagine there are going to be markets around the country where that is the case that there'll be, you know, a decline, but maybe. I, think, I don't but, I'm not an expert in those markets, but right. in ours that's well, not the indication. No, that's what I was going to bring up. The predictions about the future growth in this area for jobs and population. Right. Are, um, extraordinarily rosy. Right. <laughs> to say yes. the very least. Yeah, we are super, super blessed to live where we live. Yeah, even without what's happening now, there was already predicted to be a shortage yes. of housing. Right. So. Yes. Remember a few, I think it's been probably a year or two ago that we did a show where I found an article saying that, you know, these eight places or these 10 places are going to become unaffordable by 2022. And I was shocked to see Rochester, Minnesota on that list. I was like, what? And here we are. It's yeah. coming all coming true. And faster so, than we thought, too. Yeah. Well, and we're not. Crazy enough, Andy, we're not that far from 2022. <laughs> you had to remind me of that. 
I mean, time is just I going. Uh, a quarter of the way through this year already, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's officially <laughs> spring. <laughs> the barges are moving on the river, so it's already time to get the sailboats out on Pepin. Not quite. <laughs> Maybe that might be a little chilly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, when you were talking about the long-term value or even short-term value of real estate as, a, as an investment, this is certainly people who are my age or even younger looking ahead to the day when they retire, this thing that you bought to live in is becoming such an important asset. Oh my gosh. And so what I want to do right now is I want to send a really important message to all the people that bought houses just a few years ago, whether it was last year, the year before, or the year before. If you didn't have your 20% down and you're paying mortgage insurance, please call me because my guess is you've got that equity in there and we can show that to the bank and you can get rid of that mortgage insurance, okay? Because that's just an extra chunk of money that you're paying each month. And now that you've built that equity, you don't have to do that anymore. So um, just be aware that if you didn't have the 20% down and you are paying mortgage insurance, you have probably already reached that um, 20% equity. Does that require an appraisal or can you just do a market analysis? Um, well, it is? The, the bank will likely require an appraisal, but what they typically do is like they tell me, Robin, you do a CMA because our CMA is, you know, we use the same data that the right. appraiser uses. So if my CMA shows that it's going to be a no brainer, then they go ahead and move forward with it. I so, suppose, yeah. And, and, and large the, enough. That right. And the difference is, is my CMA is free. So, you know, call me up and I'll be happy to do that for you. And, and those, um, little messages that I send out for everybody who's signed up for that awesome website also tells people. So we do get calls saying, hey, you know, maybe it's time. Maybe I have uh, enough equity. Can you let me know? And I can tell you, I've had at least, at least a half a dozen since the beginning of the year that have dropped that mortgage insurance. Yeah, And that's a great day when that happens. Well, yeah. It's like, who wants to pay an extra 150 (laughs) bucks or extra 180 bucks or whatever they're paying, depending on the, you know, mortgage amount. If they don't have to, there's other fun things they could do with that money. Okay. We're going to take another really quick break and be right back with Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group Remax Results here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. When you first start thinking about retirement... With Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. It's Andy Brownell with Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group, Remax Results on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Another sure sign of spring. We mentioned the barge traffic on the river, but match day for Mayo Clinic. Yes. Well, for Mayo Clinic and for every other um, place around the world. So I'll start with uh, congratulations to all of those doctors who have worked so hard and, you know, completed their medical school and are ready to begin their residencies. You know, exciting times in people's lives for sure. And in Rochester, that means a lot of people looking for houses. So if you're out there thinking, 
you know, maybe now is a good time for me to do that move up. You know, we've been thinking about it. We've been thinking about a bigger house. There's never been a better time because we will find it for you. You will still get to take advantage of this interest rate and you're going to sell your house for higher than you could imagine. I had recently a young fellow um, finish his, you know, I, I had sold him the house when he was a resident and now he's taken a staff position. So it was time to get rid of the residency house and move up to the, you know, great big fancy house. His, his hard work has paid off and he deserves it, right? Him and his family and his wife works hard too. Yeah. So anyway, we got their house listed and literally sold it for... Um, $100,000 more than they purchased it for as a resident. That's a pretty good so, deal. Yeah. So not only did they have a great house to live in for their residency, but now they have a nice down payment for the move-up house. So and, there's a lot of people that are in that same position. And then that opened up a house for another young incoming resident, and that's who happened to get it. So congratulations again. That's what they call churn in the market, right? Churn in the market. <laughs> well, the neat thing, too, we mentioned interest rates earlier in the program, but everybody along the way in this chain of events ends up, compared to where they were just several years ago, getting more house for each dollar they spent. Right. Right. Yep. And luckily, um, thank God for the interest rates, because if these prices had continued to climb the way they are and the interest rates didn't back down it would have changed the outlook for the entire market which then changes the outlook for the entire economy i mean it's it's a huge deal it's a huge deal that's going to be interesting uh, years down the road when economists study this period and the Mm -hmm. unexpected things that did happen and one of them was the real estate market Mm -hmm. how much of the resiliency of our economy is tied to what's happened with this real estate market yeah overall because I think yes. it must have had a, just a huge impact on um, the ability of many other sectors to continue moving forward despite what was happening. Yeah, exactly. All right. So maybe what I should do is just share a few more stats so that okay. people aren't completely discouraged by everything. You know, because the bottom line is, again, if you're a seller, you're never going to have sold your house for more money than right now. And yes, you might be paying more for the one you're buying, but you're going to be buying at a lower interest rate. So in the long run, you're not necessarily going to be paying more for it. You might even be paying less for it if you, you know, depending on how long you live there and how long you take advantage of that rate. And you might be getting a nicer house than what you ever anticipated when you did. Or ever thought you could afford. Right. Correct. Correct. So right now, in our market, we have 242 sales pending, okay? And like I said, that leaves 135 houses available. So the resulting pending ratio is 64.2%. So what does that mean? I'm sure you're saying, okay, what does that mean to me? Well, what it does is it indicates the supply and demand of the market, right? So specifically, a high ratio means the listings are in demand and quickly going to contract. And alternatively, a low ratio means not enough qualified buyers for the existing supply. Well, that is not our problem. We have got qualified buyers lining up. So if you look and see what has sold, 
um, again, most of the houses that have sold have been between 200 and 300. And that's going to be like the hot spot for all these incoming residents as well. Now, some of them have already started buying. I actually had one offer come in on one of my listings that was contingent upon this person matching at mail. And they my made an seller offer before they matched. Contingent upon matching <laughs> okay. at mail. Yes. And they matched, so done deal. Okay. All right. Yeah. So taking a closer look, we noticed that the 200 to 300 price range has the relatively large number of pending contracts, right? Right now, there are, I think I said there were 242 sales pending, and I think like 200 of them are between 200 and 300,000. Okay. Okay. So, but the other, the high prices and the other price ranges are all also selling really fast. And that is kind of the difference from these previous markets that we've seen. And right. You always had that sweet spot that was red hot, and then the other ones were sometimes not. But now you're seeing that spread to the higher priced homes as well. So, again, month. this is several months in a row now that our, our median list to sales price is uh, this time 101.4%. So the days of saying, you know, do you think we could ask them to pay our closing costs or do you think we could come in 5000 less than the listing price? Well, the answer is we can do anything, but we're not going to get a house that way, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because that's just not that's not what's happening in this market. No. It's just not. No. So um, average houses are on markets right now for 14 days. What? And that seems that seems like I mean they're really not. It's just that they're under contract usually in a couple of days. As soon as the sellers will look at offers, they're under contract. But then there's the inspection period, removing the contingencies, etc. So I tell everybody, uh, I was at a listing appointment on Thursday and it was just a beautiful house. And I said, uh, where do you plan to go? And they said, we're not sure yet. And I said, well, I'm going to tell you what, we can't even think about putting this house on the market until you know where you're going to go or you will be homeless because this house is going to sell very, very quickly and there are going to be people fighting over it. And they were, you know, a little bit older than me and they had been in the house for a lot of years and they're like, are you serious? I'm like, oh, yes. So, you know, we just have to make sure as your real estate guides that we're giving you good information and helping you like lay out the um, design, you know, the yeah. floor plan, the map, how you're going to get from where you are now to where you want to be and what the timing is going to look like. You know, do I have to do anything to my house before I sell it? If so, what do I have to do? And, you know, if I'm going to buy first, how is that going to work if my house isn't sold yet? You know, and then we talk about, well, we've got all these lenders that know how to do bridge loans so they can say, listen, we know your house is going to sell quickly. You qualify You've got a lot of equity in your home. We can give you the bridge loan so that you can buy the place you're going to. After you close on that, then you can put your house on the market. It'll sell in a New York minute. It'll give you some time to move into the new one. Now, some people, I told you that I had all those back-to-back-to-back closings yesterday. Some people simply 
close on the house that they're buying on the same day that they close on the house they're selling. And as long as you have somebody, again, hopefully your real estate professional guide you and talk to you about, okay, things are going to have to go on the moving truck on Thursday and you'll have to keep those things overnight and have that lined up to be unloaded on Friday. But you need the proceeds from your sale before you have the money to close. So there's a lot of you know, orchestrating and as long as you have a good conductor, it'll be sweet music. There you go. And that explains why you've been working so hard. So if you're in this position and you're thinking about this spring market or you're you know, it's time to sell or buy. How do we get a hold of you, Robin? Absolutely. Please call me on my cell phone, 507-259-4926. I would love to answer any of your real estate questions and help you with all of your real estate needs. Well, thank you again, Robin, and we'll talk to you next week. It's Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Type 1340, KROC AM and 96. Mayo Clinic Radio, on the house.